You are now listening to Random Ramblings with Rock. Yay. Yay! If you like hanging out at Walmart, if you like hanging out in the aisles, if you like talking random stuff, Random Ramblings with Rock. Uh, random Ramblings with Rock. Yo, yo. Random Ramblings Links with Rob. Walmart talking. We're random. We're random. 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 Rob random, random, Links with Rob. 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 <laughs> what up, everybody? This your boy B Rob, and I'm back with another edition of the Random Ramblings with Rob podcast. First and foremost, I'd like to thank you, the listener. I'm leaning back kind of far. <laughs> For coming back each and every week or however you listen to podcasts. If you're a first time listener, I appreciate you very much for giving my show a try and get into your social media app of choice, compose a fresh DM and DM the person that recommended you to me. If anybody recommended you to me and uh, tell that person, thank you for uh, cluing you into what the show is and whatnot. But speaking of social media, you can follow the random rounds with Rob on various platforms to include Twitter at three R show. And Instagram at The3RShow. I got some content on YouTube, some shit on Twitch. But for everything that I forget to mention here, you can find everything on randomrob.com. Yeah, and slow it down because I don't want nobody to freaking, you know, mistype that in or anything like that. So <laughs> randomrob.com. Formerly randomrobcast.com, as you can see on my poster of the, I had to... Use some white tape to wipe that out because I ain't want nobody to get the wrong information. <laughs> I don't own the domain no more, so I can't use that no more. But joining me, one man that I've uh, come to know through the universe of Twitter and whatnot. Very supportive guy in many of uh, the Twitter chat groups that we have going on to where we, you know, it's a support system. You know, I'm a podcast, you're a podcast, so you got this thing going on. I retweet you, you retweet me. That's how we get the word out. We share each other's communities and whatnot. And this man is in damn near every group that I'm in, begrudgingly to myself. Not not nothing against him. It's just like every five minutes somebody add me to a goddamn retweet group and I'm just like, fuck, my phone going off, I'm trying to work and shit, my battery dying earlier than it need to and shit because of all these goddamn notifications. But it's for a good cause. But joining me, curator of Marvel Universe Online, one Mr. Mike Davenport. How are you, sir? How is everyone out there? I am doing excellent. Welcome, everybody, from from the nation, the, the country of Germany, where I'm currently living. What? You in Germany? I am in Germany. Okay, so that's, that's what was confusing me, because when I got the freaking original appointment request, it was like 8 p.m., and I was like... But on my end, because like you put your time zone in there, and it'll give you your local time. And yes. then when I get the request, it'll put it in my local time. So I seen, all right, yes. one p.m. All right, you're good to go. Then I look down the thing. I was like, eight p.m. I was like, goddamn! I thought he was like on the east coast or some shit like that. But fuck I'm, I'm on the east coast plus six. Yeah, <laughs> you far <laughs> east coast. <laughs> yeah, that's east crazy. coast How long plus six. Yes, I've been, I've lived in Germany off and on for 23 years. Mm. So that, that includes service and after? That, inc- that includes service and after. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I take it that you enjoy it a little bit, right? I do, I do, I do, I like Germany. We, we actually bought a house here. I have uh, two, two German kids, or one is out of the house, the other one is on her way out. 
So you got some German chocolate, huh? I do. I do. <laughs> that's amazing, man. Shit. Yeah. That, that's all I, because me, me being in the Marine Corps, it made it limited to where we can go. I mean, we have bases all over the world, but the main hubs that we go to is either Camp Lejeune, North Carolina. That sorry sad shit. Uh-huh. Camp Pendleton in California. And that's really the two main hubs. Or you can go to Okinawa, Japan, and that's it. So it's, that's the main three places you go. I mean, they got spots in between. I was fortunate enough to go to um, South Carolina for a little bit, which is a hidden gem. They got a yes. little spot in Georgia. Uh, I forget the name of it. Kings Bay. And um, there's a, another place in Albany, Georgia, that's like ultra hidden and shit. So, I mean, if you get there, it's just like, my, somebody, the, the MOS gods are looking out for you. And then um, there's like Miramar, California. These are all the places that I begged and begged and pleaded to go to. That, right. There's like, they don't need you here. But I'm transportation. They need me everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> you know, so uh, that, that's a whole nother thing. You give me hot under the collar. I got to take me a cool oh, drink. Oh. myself off. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, we bought a house here, so, but we're still thinking about whether or not we want to either, re- whether we want to retire here or whether we want to retire in the States. So, you know, like I said, we bounce back and forth every few years, you know, because of rotation. So we were in, before we came back to Germany, we were in Kentucky at Fort Knox. Oh, man, I, I, I know, I'm, I'm familiar with that place. Um, yes. I, my sister married an army man. And he was stationed in uh, Fort Knox and everything. And we would go out there for the holidays and visit. Snow. Hate it. <laughs> yes. No, no. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Wintertime, that whole place shuts down. Oh, man. It's it just, is not it's fun. Just, it's just crazy. It's just, um, I can remember the last time we went out there, I had to be in a elementary school or just on the verge of going to middle school and whatnot. They lived in this apartment complex out there. They had this big ass hill uh, right in front of the apartment complex, and we thought we was gonna be cool, like on Christmas Story or one of these these uh, <laughs> Christmas movies and shit. We're gonna get a cardboard box and we're gonna go to the top of the hill and slide down. I was like, but it don't work like that with wet cardboard and snow and whatnot. So we get like two inches down and just roll off the cardboard down the hill. <laughs> it didn't work out in our favor. <laughs> but I mean, when did you? How long you been in the military before you got out? Actually, I got in. I, I joined the Air Force in '88. Got out of the Air Force '93. Mm. Last duty assignment was Germany. Just stayed. Okay. So now that you've been there for so long or whatever, and you have kids that are native to there, when that I mean, how does that affect your status? Are you dual citizenship in it, or my kids? I'm I'm still a U.S. citizen. My wife is a German citizen. My kids have dual status. Okay. So what about you? Why are you not making the, the convert? Why are you not doing the high five, man? Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! You're not the the, the U.S. government pays me way too well. <laughs> Very well. I mean, I understand. Maybe that's something after you retire you can think about. Yes, yeah, and that's that's another that's another thing. You know, I'm you know I'm I'm about to hit fifty, so you know, then you start thinking about retirement, of course. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that's another can of worms. Whether or not, hey, you want, are we going to retire in Germany? Am I going to go native, or are we going to just all pack it up and go back to the states? No, my wife is down for either or. To be so. fair, to be fair, since I mean she's a native of Germany, you are a native of the United States, and everything. 
you should just go somewhere completely out of the realm of both. <laughs> and you know what we thought about that too. We thought about that too. Really, after I retired, we can we can go get anywhere. You know exactly. See, that, matter. that was the dream for 2021 before this nine year old popped up nine years ago. Yeah, That's just we was laying in the bed the other night. You know, not to get too detailed, but we were just sitting up there, and she had a hand across my chest, had a head on my shoulder. He's just like, you know what? We could have been walking around butt naked next year. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> said, this is your fault. <laughs> yeah. That is, the, that is the dream. And so we get this one out of the house, and it's actually, this place is actually probably too big for us, so for just the two of us. So once she's gone, we're probably, we probably want to sell it, you know, at least think about selling it. But again, it depends. Where we want to move? Want to stay in Germany or we want to move back to the States? Yeah. It'll flesh itself out. I mean, all will yeah. be revealed, sir. Yes, 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 yes. Before we move too further in everything, I mean, it's obvious that you have an affinity for uh, comic books and things and the like and whatnot. But I need to point out one glaring thing that has been taught me since you turned on your video feed. Here it comes. All right. What you think I'm saying? You gonna ask me about that poster? Oh, yeah, you goddamn right! What the hell? <laughs> T- tell me how you feel about the movie, because I, I I have my own feelings about it. But I mean, you you have enough feeling about it to put the poster up on your wall and whatnot. Come on, give me some thoughts. No, okay. Here's the thing: the, the poster is there because I I can't find a better poster. Uh, um, you know, it's actually replacing a Green Lantern poster, so you know oh, that's saying man, something. You went from so. one extreme to the other. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. I mean, the 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 whole the whole series, the whole X Men series, unfortunately started on, in my opinion, started on a a, a bad footing. Honestly, the the first X Men movie, what's his name, uh, the 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 director, his his vision for the X Men, he wasn't really he wasn't really a fan of the of, of the comic. And and it showed. I mean, don't get me wrong. The X Men, the X Men movie series, the Fox, the Fox, Fox's X Men started out with a great, with a with a great premise. But you know, they wanted their own spin on it. Yeah. You know, so they got a bunch of the characters that everybody liked, and they went with it. And unfortunately, they, that premise that they started on, they had to continue. So the movies never really got to be as great as a lot of people wanted them to be. Yeah. You know, Wolverine. Wolverine broke out, and he did his own thing in his movies, and and that, in my opinion, saved the franchise. Yeah, saved the franchise. X Men series, X Men movies would have died after the first three. They would have been done. Mm-hmm. You know, First Class came out. They tried. First Class had a lot of good points in it, but you know, First Class really had more misses than it did hits, and we all know that one miss in that movie that nobody liked. I know. Well, I mean, this this. Things to choose from. I mean, can you be more specific? Okay, so so first class when they killed uh, when they killed my man, uh, what's his name, the black dude with the the morphing car. Yeah, 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 you know. So the 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 franchise itself was running on life support. After that, I mean, I mean, I like. I mean, Days of Future Past was pretty good, but again, they suffered from the same issues. They had a, a lot of good points that hit. A lot, a lot more points that that just failed, just weren't really good. And that movie started out terribly, because yes. it could be you know, terribly. Ter- this the, the, the main, the main villain 
Now, are we talking about started off terribly as in, you know, opening sequence of the movie or started off terribly as in the reveal of Apocalypse? Yes. The reveal of Apocalypse was terrible. Yes. Terrible. I believe they got a good actor, but the presentation was just... Yes, yeah, right, right, right. I mean, honestly, honestly, the actor was great. I mean, that, that dude can do no wrong. But... The 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 the, prop, the the practical makeup for for the for the villain was was terrible, and and the internet lambasted it for like months. You know what? For now months. that I'm thinking about it, now that I'm thinking about it, we having this conversation about you know what we were presented with in a character, and the internet just going ah, you know, yeah. Why did this not get the sonic treatment? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm wondering about right now. I think they were too far in. Yeah, I mean, they, true, they, true they, you know, they, they were too far in to change it. This, this was your, this is going to be your guy. This was it. And, and I bet, I, I felt like a lot of, a lot of money was riding on the, the, the whole Phoenix reveal at the end. Yeah. Picking the franchise back up again. But, yeah. I mean, they did a whole bunch of correcting of the timeline through time travel yes. and whatnot. Yes. Yes. You can, you can feel them wanting to hand over the hand the torch over mm-hmm. you know, from the old movies to the to the new ones. You know, and, and I had no problem with that. No, no, none, none at all. And what I loved at the end of at the end of what was it not not first class um, Days of Future Past? No, no, it was first class, first class where they all had the cost the the individual costumes there in the danger room. Yeah. yeah. I thought, okay, we're going to get the real we're going to get the real X Men, right? I was like, okay, they 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 straight. Everybody's got the costumes. Everyone's psychotic looking right. You know, Storm was looking right. Everybody was looking right in their costumes. Come back to Apocalypse, and all of a sudden, everyone's in the, the same leather ones, one pieces again. Yeah. But it was kind of weird, though. Kind of weird, though. They had all these they had all actors, but they still they had still old ass, old ass, still trounced and everything. Yeah. So, I mean, I kind of see why Hugh Jackman wanted to step away because, I mean, he literally put all that shit on his back. In yeah, yeah. He carried the whole franchise. Yeah. So, carried the whole Yeah, just like, all right, we can get rid of Holly Berry and all these other motherfuckers, but you got to stay. And we'll put all these teenagers, you know, they're, they're probably older than that, but we'll put all these teenagers around you. I was like, yes. <laughs> they changed everybody <laughs> except for Hugh Jackman. <laughs> Oh, and 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 my my girl, uh, what's her name? She was by the by the time by the the Phoenix movie, she was pretty much just phoning it in. Yeah, um, uh, Mystique. Uh, yeah, Mystique. <laughs> yeah, it's just like her costume was all elaborate in the first movie. The second movie, yeah. they kind of tape it back, and then the third movie is like put 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 a wig on. We good. Put a wig on some blue powder. She good. <laughs> that was that was it. Yeah, she was ready. She was, I mean, she she was ready to leave, and, and I think the audience was ready to see her go. Yeah, and it's not even that. It was just by this time they were ready for this franchise to go. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I you absolutely you're absolutely right. So if so if one of if if anybody has a suggestion for a better poster, I am all ears. <laughs> Thumbs up two times. 
That's yeah, right. Or even three times at some points. Um, That's right. Showing your support for different um, shows and groups and everything like that. But, you know, it was one of those things to where that's what I knew you as. You know, I was like, all right, I see um, Marvel MMO on here. I'm like, all right, I know who that is. I know what he's doing. Good guy. Then I, this will spawn the interview. This is why we're here right now. I clicked on your profile after so goddamn long just to see what was going on over there. And then there it is. It's just all in my face. It's just goddamn ideas for an open world Marvel game spanning the entire Marvel universe and it lets you be the hero and the villain. And I was just like, what? 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 He doesn't do a podcast? I mean, he's he making games and shit or pitching games? And then I go to the website and I'm hit with this beautiful opening video and everything, going through the cosmos and the galaxies and everything, you know, hyping me up, look like a movie trailer and shit. And it's just laid out. Got the business plan, got the gameplay, got the freaking official handbook, the lore, the world, everything. It is a plan. It is a it is a plan and it is a long term plan. Oh, yeah. And and the and I, I, a lot of the reason why I mean I, I get asked well well why are you doing it I mean why not exactly there's your, that is exactly the answer because it doesn't exist I played a little background me and some friends of mine the whole thing started out as a goof uh-huh. me and some friends of mine we used to play City of Heroes back That's in the like day this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Started out as a goof. After me, me and some friends, we used to play City of Heroes. I mean, I played City of Heroes for eight years, mm-hmm. from the, from from launch to sunset. So we were like, we were just sitting around, we're talking. Well, what would a since we you know we 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 all read about when Marvel tried to sue City of Heroes for copyright infringement. So you know, as a, as a goof, we were like, well, what would a Marvel version of City of Heroes look like? So we started throwing around ideas. And I actually started writing a few of them down. So, you know, we, we would want an open world. We want, of course, you know, create your own characters, you know, take the, the city of, the city of heroes, those standard superheroes that basically were kind of vaguely, vaguely, you know, you know, the design behind famous Marvel and DC characters anyway. Use them as, you know, actual Marvel characters and have the same kind of basic setup. So again, I started writing all this stuff down, started formatting it. I, I created a, a Facebook page and I just started dumping the ideas in there. Okay. So and I didn't, for a while, I didn't really pay much attention to it. So the ideas kept coming in. People kept hitting me up on the, on the street saying, hey, I got, you know, I, I saw your, your little your page and here's an idea. What do you think of this? What do you think of this? And again, started writing stuff down, started formatting it again. And then at some point, the Facebook page just kind of got too big. So there's just way too much stuff. So I said, I got to put this into a, uh, on a website. So I, I had never built a website before in my damn life. Same. <laughs> so I got, so I found a really simple web, web, uh, um, a website builder and started just dumping the stuff in there. I mean, I'm on it right <laughs> now and it looks real good. Well, this is the, what you're looking at now is the new one that Crystal, that Crystal Storm built oh, for okay. us. Yeah. Shout outs to Crystal, a former guest of the show. Shout outs to Crystal. She is the bomb. So she set that up for us. Now we now we look even better than before. But the the, the purpose was to to you know the, the guys were like, well, it, this this is a little bit more than a than a goof. Now this is more 
what, what would we call this? What are, what, what are we doing here? I said, well, well, let's 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 make a pitch. And I said, well, okay, well, if we make a pitch, how are we gonna? We want to, you know, everybody pitches stuff all the time, yeah. you know, come. So, what would our pitch? How would our pitch stand out from anyone else's? I said, well, just, instead of just saying, hey, gee whiz, wouldn't this be cool if? Let's do the research. Let's go out and let's find out how much what we would want in the game. We already got most of that, so we figured out. Hey, you know, let's talk to some professionals. How does the development process work? How does how would that be marketed? Licensing the whole deal. How would you sell it to sell it to the fans? How would it? How would you actually create that product? And so, you know, I got fortunate enough that uh, when I put feelers out, I got uh, some some feedback from um, from uh, uh, from. Uh, uh, some developers that were really open about talking to me about, you know, the practicalities of actually developing a game. What what goes into it? What are some common softwares that they use? So I actually reached out to I because I didn't know anything about game development. I still I'm, I'm still learning the process from people talking to me about it. So CryEngine reached out and they said, Hey, listen, you know, the the the, the, the here's what you here's if you were going to use CryEngine as your engine. To develop this game, here is here are some of the the, 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 the pitfalls, and here's some of the some of the advantages of CryEngine. So on our page, you see that uh, we we uh, we we using we're, we're proposing CryEngine. And of course, everybody's everybody say, "Well, why are you using CryEngine?" I said, "Well, you know, they're the ones that talk to us. Yeah. You know, you know, I love what what uh, I'm actually looking at. Uh, I'm actually looking at what uh, what." Uh, um, What's the name of the other one? I'm having a here. So what happened, like the um, City of Heroes or whatever? Was that out before the DC Universe Online came out? City of Heroes was the first. Okay, yeah, yeah. It, they were the first superhero game, superhero MMO. And they were the, you, the you first. You can't forget about it. I mean, you know, I know a lot of people did, and I did momentarily. But they had the Matrix Online for a while. Yes. They had the Matrix online for a while too, which was a pretty awesome game too. I mean, unfortunately, I mean, it was pretty janky, but yeah. They, if they did that now, because I know they talk about doing the fourth film and whatnot, if they would had the intention now to do what they did then here in twenty twenty, I believe it would be a better game. Yeah, the the Wachowskis, the Wachowskis were were innovative. They 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 were they were the first to, to talk about cross platforms. Cross-platform entertainment. They wanted. They were the first to talk about taking the Matrix from the movie to anime to games. So they, you know, they had the Matrix was on all three of those yep. before anybody was even thinking about doing that. Yeah, and um, what was interesting about them, the Wachowski brothers are now the Wachowski sisters. <laughs> yeah. that, that that shit blew my mind because it's just like, all right, you as an individual, as a, a human being, I mean, you have your right to do with everything you want with your life and your body and whatever it is, you know, there's no qualms with that. But I mean, you're a twin and then your twin decides to make this radical movement and then you do it as well. It's just like, is that just a twin thing or? Hey, I don't know, but hey, that that was definitely interesting. Yeah, (laughs) now they just went from the Wachowski brothers to the Wachowskis. I mean, just not going to put that (laughs) Because you got to keep the brand. 
But what, but what was funny about that, I'm thinking about them now and everything. You talk about video games because they did um, have a video game series. Of yes. Two games, which I have right here under my desk on the original Essie box. Um, the Matrix, Into the Matrix, and Into the Matrix, yes. Uh, and that game was that game was dope. I love that game. I love the fighting in it. I love yes. the driving in it. Yes, the game was on point. Well, I, I'm on the driving level right now because I, I went back through the replay and everything. And uh, yeah, it, it's cool, but they have yeah. a little arrow that yeah, it, it <laughs> you up. So I'm like, it'd be like turn here. It's like that damn um that uh. Was that that Allstate commercial when the GPS go rogue and shit? It'd be like, turn left now. And hit the wall and everything. <laughs> but yeah, is that in the the path of meat? The path of Neo, the game they put out. That game is freaking awesome because yeah. it shows the in between of Neo's actual training and everything. So you know, we exactly. see in the movie him plugging in. I know kung fu. You know, but in the game. You get all the in between and everything, so you get all the training simulations and everything, and then you get an alternate ending narrated right. by the Wachowskis of right. how the movie could end rather than how it did in part three. Yeah, and that was the hook. That was exactly the hook. They knew from the beginning that if you wanted the total Matrix experience, you'd have to cross. You'd have to cross media platforms to do it, and a lot of people did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Yeah, I did too. A lot of people did. They want they they watched the movies. They went to the anime, watched the 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 uh, Matrix, the Matrix anime. Came back, played the games, and last the the, the piece that resents thoughts was going to be the Matrix Online. Yeah, see, it is fucking amazing to go back and think about all that stuff now. Because when you played the games and even Animatrix, so all the questions that you had. They built this whole media library to answer all your questions. Exactly. So the times between part one and part two, when Neo was actually going out and waking people up and saving them, that all mm-hmm. that's covered in the Animatrix. So if you had an Animatrix movie, you got different people that he saved and different people waking up. That's all covered in the Animatrix. And then yeah. between the training, the in between one and two, no. Yeah, in between two and three, I believe, that's where Into the Matrix is. Right. So they got Naomi and uh, Ghost uh, side missions and all the different side yes. stories. They got cinematics in the game that was in not the game, even yeah. in that goddamn movie, even as bonus scenes, I don't think. So you got that aspect. And, and of some, of the scenes, some of the scenes line up so perfectly, like when Morpheus was falling off the back of the truck. Yeah. The game lines up perfectly to when Homegirls pulls a car up right behind the truck and catches it. Yeah. So, right there in the game. So, I mean, we've regressed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have regressed. Because of what, The Matrix came out in, the, what, 98 or something like that? Yeah. 99? And it is an old game. No, I'm just talking about The Matrix, period. 99, yeah. I believe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, it came out in 99 because Blade came out the year before in 98. And um, they just pushed forward and created all that content, all that freaking... Synchronicity, all that goddamn, just it all links together. It's 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 what do we say in Marvel? It's all connected. <laughs> I just don't understand why we why we going backwards. <laughs> well, they uh, well you know the MCU is a perfect example of, of like we're saying the MCU is a perfect example of trying to sh- trying to string along a larger narrative across multiple movies. Well, we talk about the MCU. We talk about Kevin Feige is trying. 
we, we try we, yeah yeah let's let, let's let, let's keep Mr. Permitter out of that but yeah Kevin Feige's doing that exactly yeah. that was his plan I, and, and why don't we have more figureheads like this because you know you was talking about how um, what it was uh, the X Men series the franchise or whatever they were just yeah. taking their characters and putting their own spin on their own stories and whatnot. All right, cool. They, but that's DC all along. They're just like, <laughs> fuck it. Throw Batman over here. Throw Superman over here. Uh, we can take a couple of these characters and it's the same timeline, just a different Earth and the elemental P and <laughs> just, this shit don't make no sense. Martha! Why'd you say that they, name? <laughs> they want, I, I can see the executives in the boardroom saying we've got to catch up. But, we gotta catch up. But this was the thing. We gotta we gotta catch that market share because someone still thinks that this whole thing is a bubble and it's gonna burst. And if DC doesn't get, catch up to the MCU, then we're gonna miss out. They're, so they're, they're course correcting right now. I'll give them that. Right, they are course correcting right now. They're seeing the value. See, they're not gonna create another MCU. No. So the smart idea is to put more value in the individual character films, and they're doing that now. They're finally doing that. And I so, didn't have a qualm with how, what they did. Because, you know, you know, obviously, like, like you were saying, they was trying to catch up. They're trying to, you know, take in some of um, that, um, those things and whatnot. But it was just, they put a movie out with all the characters that they didn't build up to. Right. And then they was going to go from, boom, everybody's here. Now, trickle down all the raindrops to make their own individual things and all this stuff. I didn't have a problem. You know, but no, no, you know, and, and as comic book fans, and as comic book fans, we are familiar with these characters. We we from from sight, we know. Yeah. But they're not just making these movies for just comic book fans, and that was that was kind of the problem. Yeah. Okay. You know, I see. That. Your regular fan needs needs character development. It needs, and in a movie like this, you need more than one movie per character. You need an individual movie per character. For the proper development, you just don't have enough time in a single movie to develop each one of these characters the way they need to be. I mean, Superman had the fortune. Superman and Batman had the good fortune of already having that established. You know, the rest of you know, if you're not a comic book fan, you're looking at well, who the hell is freaking Cyborg? Yeah, <laughs> who the hell is that guy? Why should I care? Yeah, because they made him. All I knew from Cyborg was goddamn Teen Titans and Teen Titans Go. And he's yeah, just, and, see, and see, you already had a game there. You already had a game there. Your average average movie guard doesn't know jack about him, doesn't know jack about Flash. What I'm interested in, though, since they implemented the Flash and then they had that one scene, I think it was in um, Batman v Superman or whatever, when he kind of <laughs> came back and reached out to Bruce and everything. I was like, oh, they're going to do some time travel shit. You can do the Flash Paradox or some crazy junk. And I was just like, oh, yeah. And they can use that yes. to correct all this shit. Because we all know time travel is the answer. <laughs> and it is all time travel is always the answer. And when in doubt, Flashpoint. Exactly. Yeah, because they can fix a lot of stuff with that. I mean, they can even tie in. Because um, they always notorious, from what I understand of DC, they have like the multiple Earths and all kind of other things oh, yeah. like that. Yeah, they are, they're masters of that. DC yeah. are masters of the multiple Earths. They, they, they've been doing that long before even Marvel. Yeah. I mean, the, and, and they've already, you know, they've already established with the movie Flash meeting the TV Flash. That was fucking amazing. Right. That was so amazing. 
there's your bridge right there. So whatever they, if they can do Flashpoint, if they can do a movie version of Flashpoint, they can easily tie in the TV shows again. See, and that was my thing about it, because everybody would always get all up in arms about why DC doing this, why DC doing that. You know, these don't even drive with these or whatever. I was like, because they have that in their pocket, you know? Yeah. And that made sense to me because I, I'm vaguely aware of, you know, what they got going on over there. So I was like, you know, they can make all the sto- different stories they want. They can do the freaking killing joke if they want to. They can have 30 different Jokers. They can have 30 different Batmans because okay. it's all a different universe. Right, exactly. And that's and I, I think that's a better that's a better plan for them. And this Marvel kind of fell into it because of how they write stuff. So yeah. we've had across the span because of Sony and um, Marvel, we had three different Spider-Man iterations and whatnot. Yeah. So now they created into the Spider-Verse, which yes. can sew all that shit up. <laughs> <laughs> and that's you know that's that's uh, I, I hope I hope that eventually Sony and Marvel are working in, working that whole thing out. Yeah. Because there is a lot of money left on the table if they can tie those together. And I just don't want Sony to think that they can go out there and start making these these spider villain movies without actually Spider-Man in them. Yeah, that's <laughs> that, that, that's that that's what get me about Marvel or whatever. Just seeing that because we can say all the shit that we want about DC, but DC owned all that shit. Mar- yes, Marvel was in their oh. last legs and everything was whoring themselves out. Oh, baby, I got these cheeseburgers, <laughs> man. <laughs> <laughs> and they went on a mission. They went on a mission. Literally went on a mission to get every one of their properties back. Yes, every one of them. They they hook hooker by crook. They got everybody back. They just got they just got Hope and uh, and Namor back okay. from uh, I believe it's uh. Is it uh, Paramount? Okay, own the rights, the movie rights to him. Yeah, because I believe Namor is going to be uh, one of the the villains in uh, Black Panther two, right? Oh, 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 oh! See you, 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 you feeding to the rumor. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, what, I what I heard. What I heard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you feeding to the rumor. See, my my thing is, I don't, I don't, I don't subscribe to that because I, I I have a hard time understanding why they would be beefing. Why would they be beefing? Like Wakanda, Wakanda is in Central Africa, and Atlantis is all the way out in the Atlantic Ocean. I mean, we know as comic book fans, we understand from the comics why they beefing, but that has nothing to do with what's going on in MCU unless they plan on taking that walk and getting to that point where Namor and and Black Panther would have have issues with each other. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think I think it'd be cool, but I think Namor needs his own movie. Yeah. yeah. The only thing that I've, um, <laughs> I've, because I, I feed more into the rumor because I'm not close to the source material. I mean, a lot of what I know comes from this franchise of movies. Mm-hmm. So there was a reference to it in Endgame, to where there's yes. tremors under the ocean and all that. Yeah. Was, uh, right. Right. That, and and that that peaked up that that perked up everybody's ears when they heard that that line too. Yeah, I, I caught that too. I caught it too. But then, you know, we have all this other bullshit as well to where people just take things and run with it and whatnot. Oh, yeah. So when they was doing the original previews and marketing for Batman versus Superman, 
when Alfred was in um, the Batcave and whatnot, and they had like this green glow, and they had a reflection off of one of his helmets in the Batcave. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's the Green Lantern. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. It's just light. It's all it is. It's just a refraction of light on a, a right. object. You just you're getting too crazy. <laughs> It's, yeah, just just slow, just slow your roll, just slow your roll. So, what you think about the Snyder Cut shit that's coming to HBO Max? Here's what I hope. I hope the Snyder Cut is everything that everyone has been hoping for. Here's what I think: it ain't. No. I don't think there is much more footage that is going to. I don't think there is any amount of footage that is going to significantly significantly improve what we've already seen. Okay. So, I mean, it's almost in the vein of what Batman is, Batman versus Superman, and even Suicide Squad to a certain extent. They yeah. have the extended cuts on the disc, and I believe, you know, with that extended content that they had on the um, those discs and whatnot, it gave more to the story. It didn't make it a hell of a lot better, but it made it a little bit more understandable because it filled in a lot of blank spaces to where it just jumped from this one thing to another thing, and you're like, well, how the right. hell? And whatnot, and the extended cuts kind of fill in those gaps. Yeah, I think I think the, the Schneider cut is probably going to ease a little bit of the, the movie's disjointed feeling. I think a lot of people felt like this movie just jerked you from scene to scene, just kind of jerked you in different directions, and you, and if you weren't really a comic fan, you kind of left un, not understanding what was going on in a lot of, a lot of scenes. But I don't think it's going to fundamentally. I don't think you're getting a better movie. That's what I. I don't think you're going to get a significantly better movie at the end. Yeah, because they dump. It was just. It's going to be interesting because they actually dump movie. I mean, dump money into it to you know enhance oh, yeah. CGI and you know do all this other stuff and mm-hmm. you know. Bobby, they got this guy infamous on Instagram and everywhere else for his um, his renditions of certain characters and whatnot. Uh, Boss Logic. Yeah, I know boss. I yeah, know so, boss. I mean, he out there doing mock-ups of dark side or seed or whatever the fuck they call him. I mean, mm-hmm. I always call him dark side, even though it's not spelled that way. But yeah. it's just like hyping everybody up and shit. So yeah. I'm still yeah. going to watch it, whether it be a free trial, actually subscribing or a bootleg. I'm going to watch it. <laughs> Everybody's going to watch it. Everybody's going to watch it again. I, I go back to the to corporate boardroom, and everyone's looking at the the, the hashtag release the Schneider cut, and they're seeing dollar signs. Yeah. So of course, some way somehow we're, they're going to put this together and they're going to put it out there so that a movie that that if it made its money but could make more money is going to get put out there. So it, it I mean from a from a from a financial point of view, it, it makes perfect sense. You know, they, you know, they, they played Koi. I, I believe they had already established that they were going to do this maybe as long as a year ago. But they played Koi up until now about whether or not they were actually going to release it. I believe they, they had made the decision a long time ago. Oh, yeah, I believe so. It, it was smart. It, it was smart. It was smart marketing. It, Very smart marketing. Just like the um, whole controversy about um, Sony and the Spider-Man shit. Whatnot. Yeah, I believe they hashed that out a long, long time ago. Oh, oh, oh absolutely. But it's just how they play it out on the things. Like, oh, I mean, we don't know if we're gonna do it, and uh, you know, <laughs> Tom Holland getting on the phone. Tom Holland getting on the phone, teary eyed, saying, "Please say Spider Man, come on." <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it's all it's all a game. It's all a yeah. game. It's like Will and Jada right now. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. And I, and I get it. You know, I get it. Like I said, it's, it's how the game is played. And, and the, the, they'll get to release, you know, Batman, they'll release, uh, Justice League again, you know, with some footage that they already had. And, you know, they're reselling the, they're, they're reselling the same, the same, the same product a second time. Yeah. So, uh, I'd do it. <laughs> yeah, longevity of material, man. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And then there's, you know, when that comes out, uh, shit. When was it, uh, was it Justice League movie? I got the laptop in front of me. Let's see when that came out. You probably type faster than me because that's your profession. <laughs> yeah. 2017. All right. It's far enough back, but I mean, they might have people that just kind of tuned out to when it came out originally, then or whatever. So you still, you're always getting new people, regardless of whatever. You are. You You always get new people. And then Sony, right now, trying to, I think they're trying to either partner with or buy out Epic Games or something. They put, they put, uh, well, they put two hundred million dollars in a minor, uh, a minority stock, a minority share in in Epic. I mean, two hundred million dollars. That's that's not even going to get you a game, you know. So, I, I guess I guess it, it it seems like it's a goodwill move, to be quite honest. You know, Sony can two hundred million dollars. Epic could use the, the the influx of cash. You know, an extra two hundred mil doesn't hurt. Well, is, Epic, is Epic doing bad right now? No, no, they're doing fine. They're doing fine. But you know, having Sony involved, having Sony involved at, at however level as a minor, you know, only minor stock doesn't hurt. No, no, it looks good on the portfolio. Mm-hmm. And then you know that can you lead into other potential things, you know, crossover and, with Sony and everything. Exactly, exactly. Two hundred million dollars opens up some lines of communication between two companies. So I mean. Talking about games and everything like that. Let's go back to your game. Uh, yes. You got the whole, I got everything laid out in front of you right now. I can see everything from beginning to end, the whole pitch. Um, have you ever thought about Shark Tank, sir? <laughs> here's, here's, here, are the, here are the cold, ugly facts. The cold, ugly facts are I don't own, any, I don't own a license. Uh, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the catch, and that's, and that's, why, that's why we're out here. Because basically, it's basically what we want to do with the pitch itself is we want to pitch it to the fans. Yeah. So we want to get fan consensus. That's that's a big that's that's a big. You know, it's important to us to know that what we're what we're what we're pitching is actually something that people want. Exactly. A lot of companies spend hundreds of millions of dollars, develop a game, throw it out there, and it's crap, and no one buys it. <coughs> um. Anthem. <laughs> anyway, but <laughs> that game you know, came and went for me, man. It's like, oh man, this is gonna be awesome, and then it was on freaking EA Access within a couple months. <laughs> Anthem broke my heart. Anthem broke my heart. Anthem broke my heart because it promised a lot of the things, a lot of the open world experience that we're talking about, but never delivered. You know, when that first trailer came out, that thing was beautiful. That was exactly what everybody was looking for, what they expected. But they got none of that. You know, the open world experience, you know, practically didn't exist. Broke my heart. 
But yeah, the, the, we we don't own the license, and and since we you know I, I've I've actually talked with Marvel, you know, I, and it's it's kind of a catch twenty two. So Marvel doesn't Marvel Games doesn't doesn't want to discuss a, a new project unless. It's with a reputable developer or, or uh, producer. And I, I, I get that. I understand. Right, I get I that too. I get that too. Now, relevant, you know, you know, relevant uh, producers or developers don't want to talk about a new project unless you already have the license. If it's a a, a licensed IP, they won't talk to you unless you know you already own the license, which we don't. So, cash twenty two. Yeah. You so got to uh, have experience if you want this job, but I need the job to get experience. Uh, experience, <laughs> exactly. So, you know, we're, we're hoping that we, we take our ideas, we continue to expand the ideas, and we put it out there to the fans, and we make enough noise out there that the right people want to talk to us. And I have no, you know, I, I have been as open as I can about the, where, where we are, that this is a pitch, that... We are we are looking to get to get more feedback from people in the biz in the industry so that we can, you know, the, the pieces the development piece of it. I mean, I can do lore all day. So that I have a I have files of lore that no one's seen yet. I the whole the whole game universe is practically written. But I release it as I can, you know, with when funds allow. But the development piece of it requires professional input. And so I continue to get out there and start talk, continue to get out there and, and talk to people in the industry where I can. And hopefully as we're out there, more people in the industry notice us and ask that simple question, well, what are you doing? What is, I mean, what is this all about? And how can I help? You know, I, I'm not doing this to make money because honestly, I don't need money. I don't. This is a passion project. Me and my friends, this is all this is all a passion project because it is a thing that we believe the fan gaming fans and comic fans could can spend a significant amount of their time enjoying. Honestly, if, if this play if this thing was out the way we wanted it to, I'd take you so. You would <laughs> never play anything else. Now never play now, now this anything. Is now, you, you talked about the struggles and you know trying to acquire licensing and um, you know getting a reputable um developer to, you know, to back you and everything in the process and whatnot, you know, with all these hurdles that you ran into and whatnot, I mean, you basically have the game here. Why aren't you looking at maybe doing it with independent characters, you know, characters of your own creation rather than using Marvel properties? Because I'm, I'm not that, I'm not that good. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I see all the indie comic books out there, you know, and I, we have a ton of indie followers to any, any comic book followers. I'm just, I don't have that skill. And, and honestly, I don't have me or, or the, the folks that, that I work with. We, we, we were born, we were born and, you know, Bob has been our whole, whole, whole thing. You know, we, I don't have the passion. I wouldn't, I, you know, I wouldn't be able to give other characters the same kind of passion that I give to Marvel characters. I got you. I understand. Cause like the way you, you explain it is almost like, all right, I'm gonna make this character. All right, she's gonna be from Africa. She's gonna have um, these abilities to where she can control lightning and wind. God damn it! Yeah, <laughs> can't use that one. You know. Well, well, here's the here's the thing. Here's the thing. The reason why Marvel sued 
moved suit city heroes way back in the day was because you could do just that. Their character creator creation tool allowed you to create characters that looked just like Marvel or DC characters. But if you're in a Marvel game, and I, I actually uh, I put out a couple of posts uh, months ago about this, that you know if you're already in a Marvel game, we've all seen homage characters before. So you know we, we our pitch would be to allow players to make homage characters. Matter of fact, encourage it. It's, I don't understand that. Then. It's just like they they jumping on their neck trying to sue them because of that and everything. And I'm a wrestling fan. And you get the wrestling creator in WWE, 2K, whatever the fuck, and you right. see people from NWA, WCW, freaking AEW, all the independent scenes. You know they have that flexibility to create those characters and the character create. So I yeah. mean, what's the um, issue here? Because it's wrestling and not the conglomerate <laughs> that Marvel and Disney and Sony is. Or? <laughs> and, and, and here's the thing: here in the original, in the original city heroes, Eula, the 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 user level agreement. Any character you created back then belonged to to uh, City Heroes, to to the Cryptic Studios. Okay, you know, you're using their product to create this thing. I mean, yeah, no one really harped on that. You know, there was tons of fan fiction people wrote using their character from City Heroes. It was all it was all good. You know, same it same deal would be with a Marvel game. Any character you create and created character creation tool. Would you know part of the the user level agreement would belong to Marvel? And I imagine and, it's like that in the DC universe. So. Exactly, exactly. It's the same deal. It's the same deal. But I, I believe they should cut you in though, because like, all right, I make this bomb ass character, and you know, somebody just happened to be monitoring the server one night. It's like, huh? I think I could do something with that. And then they look up your shit and then like and then they draft up a character and they make a character yeah. that look very vaguely similar to yours I believe you should get a piece of that pie <laughs> hey, hey hey I'm glad you mentioned that I'm glad you mentioned that one of the features that we haven't put on the web page yet is uh, build a comic feature okay. okay so you know the the official handbook of the Marvel Universe online yeah. part of our promotion on Patreon is that you know anyone who uh, who donates $25 or more we will create a custom character, any OC that they want, as an entry in the official handbook. Background story, stats, the whole deal. Oh, that's cool. We'll get a, an artist to come in and build their character, and they, that character will be part of the Marvel Universe Online. The lore, everything. We'll wrap their character into the lore. Amazing. So, the, the reason why the handbook is so important is because the character, first of all, the character creation tool is the handbook entry. So when you log into the, so in theory when you log into the game, the character creation tool comes up as a blank page in the handbook. Yo, you got Meteor Man two in here. <laughs> yep. We have some characters. There will be characters that personal favorites of mine. Meteor Man two is a personal favorite of mine because we have because DC doesn't have any Marvel represent representation. Meteor Man two is based in DC. Spectrum, yeah. So when you open up, so when you log in, you create your character. It's a blank page. You put in the stats. You write the the, the origin story of your character, and from then on in, as you play the game, the the missions that you run get added to your bio as you go along, and you can create. So that becomes a a, a comic book of your own. 
you can take your, your adventures and build your character's comic book. Digital versions, or you can, or you can buy hard copies that you can set, you can collect other people's comics, other people's entries in their handbook, and you can create your own library, your own official handbook of all the characters that you come across. That's fucking crazy. Right. Yeah, so, what if your character sucks and you die a lot? So, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's another thing we, we run into: whether or not characters even die. No, I mean, City Heroes no had characters a characters even die. No, no right, right. Really die. You don't die, of course not. But yeah, that was that was something that we were looking at as a as a marketing feature. You know that that you can you know Barbara can get in on it, and they can have contests where. The the, you know, the the most favorite character bio or character character design wins a, a wins a, a contest that allows them to be actually in a real Marvel comic. Yeah, I like that. that that's some good shit. That's that's the kind of uh, community promotion that that we we're thinking would be you know having you know build that goodwill between Marvel and and the players. You know, so that yeah, you say well Marvel owns my character, but look at what they're doing. with it. You know, yeah. they're, they're, they want to promote you. They want to bring you in as, as, you know, they want to help you promote your creativity. Yeah. I, I like that. I dig that a whole lot. Mm-hmm. So here we go. Everything goes to your liking. Yes. You know, they'd be like, all right, we on board. We want to throw the money at it. You know, yeah. You do your thing, we give you the backing. I mean, how long do you believe from the time you get that check in your hand until, um, you know, the game actually releases? Would you be like, all right, I'm selling my shares, I'm getting the fuck out of here, and I'm going to Aruba? <laughs> or even that, I mean, say you just you get on, you get in the process, you get everything running like how you were just talking about and whatnot. How long would it be until you either backed out or started on a new project. Are there any plans for a new project? No plans for a new project. I, I don't. I don't like to distract myself with anything with, with other issues, other other things before I feel like this is in a good spot. Um, honestly, I wouldn't want to get paid for it. I would be on as a as a a, a consultant. Oh, okay. Uh, create. Uh, I, I wouldn't mind the title creative director. Which is what I'm, what I'm already, which is what I'm already am now. But I wouldn't, you know, I, I don't need it to be a paid position. My day job pays enough. Very well. I mean, but more is okay. <laughs> well, I tell you what, I tell you what, this, this is what we can do. We can resolve this issue very quickly. You know, hey, I'm Marvel. We want to buy your shit and do the things and whatnot. We give you creative control and this is your salary. Well, I make good enough money. Could you uh, transfer those funds to the random rambles that Rob <laughs> you know, disperse and take care of all that stuff for me? <laughs> Honestly, what I, I would expect first time well. around, I would expect them to come in and want to buy buy the buy what I've done so far. Yeah. By the by, definitely by the domain because I kind of I kind of snatched that one from underneath them. www.themarveluniverseonline.com. Yeah. Yeah. Shit, they can even come at you that way just for that. <laughs> yeah. Like, what is yeah. all this stuff on here? I just want the domain name. Give <laughs> $50,000 and they can have it. 
That's very modest of you. I, it is, and it's because it's because it's not about you know. Like I said, I, I don't need to do this project. None of the, the people that, that are helping us out need it. It's just something that we really you want have to do it. To have it's just like, exist. You can't sit inside. It has to get out. It's got to. It's got to get out. And that's you know that that that's why that's you know that's why you know I spend so much time on it. You know I, I I'm in a place in my life right now where I can put this much passion into this project. I couldn't have probably done this at any other time in my life. And I'm glad that, that I'm able to do it now. Yeah, it's just everything aligns and it just makes it happen. Yes. Yeah, and you know, you know, you know, back when we were just goofing around and talking about this, is some weird stuff happened that made me think that that we could do this. I mean, when uh, when uh, Marvel Heroes Sunset, you know, that when that game when they when Gazillion crapped out and and Marvel Heroes. Was since when they when they decided to shut that game down, I thought that was super weird because it came out of left field. I thought, wow, Marvel Heroes is gone, huh? So Marvel doesn't have a quote unquote MMO anymore. They have nothing, you know. And then uh, then I found out that uh, the, uh, another developer, you know, like as late as last as late as last year, another developer was actually working on a. Uh, a Marvel MMO, but they wound up having to restructure. So they restructured and they, they broke into, broke out into three separate, uh, development studios. And just so happens that one of those developing studios is run by the guy that created City of Heroes. Huh. Yeah. yeah. So funny thing about that, um, Jack Emmert. So I actually, I actually um, chatted with him from. I used to chat with him from time to time on Facebook, on Messenger. And I actually showed him some of our concept art, and he thought it was pretty cool. And asked him some practical questions about, yeah, hey, what happened with the original Marvel Universe Online? Because we borrowed the name from the working title of the original Marvel Universe Online back in the day. That you know that that project that never saw the light of day because Microsoft. Turns out, micro, you know, it was a, a, a joint venture between Marvel and Microsoft. And they wanted Cryptic Studios to come in and actually make the game because of the success of City of Heroes. Well, turns out, you know, I guess they didn't like what what uh, Jack Emmerich was presenting to them. So Microsoft wound up backing out. Huh. So Marvel, Marvel Universe Online back then, it was going to happen not long after City of Heroes Sunset. So they that was gone. That project ended. So uh, they went on, Jack Emmerich went on to create Champions Online. So and then from Champions Online, he went and he went and uh, did uh, Star Trek Online. So, so like, yeah, you, know, you you got that connection in there, dog. I mean, I mean, you got to put that elbow up there, and be like, hey, dog. Uh, I think I I don't think I don't think he I don't think he uh I don't I I'm not sure where he is right now. I mean, like I said, he likes the project. He thinks it's pretty cool. And I, I've talked to a couple of other uh, folks that worked on back in the day that worked on City Heroes as well, and they agreed that it is a cool concept. But they they see the the difficulties that that I've presented before, you know, about licensing and everything. So you know, I can't, you know, I, I can't look into what they're doing right now. What I, I have a strong suspicion that the new uh, studio that uh, Mr. Emmerich is working on right now probably is holding that MMO license from Marvel. 
But, you know, until I don't think, and, and of course I asked him because, you know, yeah, why the hell not? <laughs> so I asked him, so, so what about that license? He said, no comic. Uh, uh, right, right, exactly. Exactly. So I said, you know, I gave him a wink. I said, okay, yeah, I got you. I got you. I see you. So there, that's all the hint that I needed. So I backed off and we haven't talked about it since. So hey man, I'm going to I'm yeah. just saying, man, there's, there's some kind of leeway between there, man. I wouldn't give up. Even if it's just a thing to, like, you check in every couple of weeks or a month or every month or so, be like, hey, man, what's going on? How you doing? You know? Because that's how I wind up getting in the wrestling ring at one point in time. It was like, I was just, hey, man, what's going on over there? Y'all need some help or some shit? And you're like, yeah, man, we're going to train you. Come down here and wrestle. I'm like, all right. <laughs> Yeah, I send my I send my my limited license agreement every six months. I send out a limited license agreement request to Marvel, and every six months they turn me down. So, kind of a kind of a ritual. Hey man, you should do it every three months now. <laughs> I should, I should every three months, every quarter. Because every quarter, every quarter. So I do it every quarter. Well, my hope is, my hope is, and and is that we, we get enough people out there. That see our our project gets in front of the eyes of the right folks and they come at us. Until then, I'm gonna keep on cranking out cranking out content for for the project so that you know I want people at the at the end of the day. I think I think for us, what I'll call this I'll call the pitch finished when when we when we fleshed out when when professionals can look at it and not have questions and when a professional looks at it. Because I've, I've, I've watched a couple of, you know, I've gone online, you know, some of the conferences that they have and, you know, found out what are the, the, the questions that developers tend to have when it comes to new projects. And that's where a lot of the nuts and bolts come from on our project to try to answer those questions. I mean, it's still, it's still a lot of it. The development page is still not as detailed as I would want it to be. Yeah. But that comes from from getting the right people, to, you know, sitting down and talking to the right people. But when it's, I'll, I'll call it done when I feel like a professional can go on our page and say, okay, this is what this is going to be. This is how this is this is how they want to develop. That seems reasonable, and this is how we're going to pay for it. That also seems reasonable. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. Our time has elapsed for this answer. And um, I am currently, right now, as I sit in my chair, on your Patreon, and I have pledged my patronage to your oh. cause. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Muchos gracias. Muchos gracias. We, we every, every cent we appreciate. Because we are definitely, because uh, another big part of the project is that we want to support, you know, up-and-coming artists. I say that all the time. But all of our, all of our donations... Go right to, to commissioning artists and, and trying to elevate them. Very well. well so, I, I'm down with the cause. You you sold me on your your venture, and I am actively contributing some dough to that shit to try to make it happen. Awesome, awesome, Lou. You're gonna see. Hey, and stay tuned. Keep keep watching our page, man. Some cool stuff is coming. If you get on Patreon, you're gonna automatically see what's coming. Very well. You are going you are going to be impressed. So, before we wrap this thing up and head off into that uh, this good afternoon, uh, let everybody know where they can find you online. And I mean, they heard what you're working on, so just let them know where you're at. 
www.themarveluniverseonline.com. Amazingly enough, yeah, we own that. <laughs> catch us on Patreon. Catch us on we we just opened a coffee page for small donations. If you don't feel like you want a, a, a monthly commitment to Patreon, coffee for as little as three dollars a con- a contribution one time, one and done, you're good. With that being said, sir, you've been a guest of the Random Rounds with Rob, so the door is always open for you to come back. To awesome. I would love to come back. Word, to shoot the shit, promote, promote oh. your, your doings and findings and whatnot. Hopefully, every quarterly now, you can uh, yes. slip that license in there. Uh, <laughs> somebody be like, oh, yeah, yeah, just stamp all that shit over there and go on about your business. Because, <laughs> dog, cause, like, on another note, it's just like, I see some of this shit that just get, that gets licensed, and I don't understand it. You see, like, uh, a crappy-ass uh, pencil eraser box or some shit. I was like, they got licensing for that shit to where... There's a game There's a game coming out where you play a cat. A cat. <laughs> Let that sink in. <laughs> After I'm that. Sorry, I know people love cats, but there's a whole game. Someone spent millions of dollars on a game to play as a cat. That's a, that's a good, that's a good cool. point, right? Point, right? <laughs> so, sir, so, uh, sir I appreciate your time appreciate and everything. Time. And um, it's you been know. interesting to figure interesting. out what this world of the uh, the Marvel Universe is. And I look forward to see what it turns into. Earth 619. Enjoy. And that was one Mr. Mike Davenport. So, um, I have to apologize for how the audio may sound. You know, I was sounding good and clean to my guest and everything. But, uh, you know, on the playback, I sound very far away. And the reason for that was because um, I recorded this episode for video purposes as well. So in the shot, I took the microphone and I pushed it back so it wouldn't be in camera view. So, you know, that's why you got the sound that you got. And right right now I'm sitting next to the microphone as I record this. And um, I will let you in on a little more of uh, what's going on, a little inside baseball and everything. I've recorded this the same time that I recorded the episode last week. So in all actuality, right now is still Sunday, uh, freaking 12 a.m., uh, freaking July 12th. And I've recorded the episode that you heard last week. And I'm recording this one currently right now. And I'll tell you why I've done this. And while I have not ever done this in the past. <laughs> so I was video, I was editing the video for this episode that you're listening to now. Because uh, we did that. Me and Mike. It should be up on YouTube as we speak. And as I was editing, editing it, I was editing the episode with both of the Kevins from the Gut and the Sacred Cow podcast. So I was in awe and amazement of this setup that I have now to where and you heard me gush all over it and everything. Skeet, skeet, skeet saying that like, wow, I didn't I could never believe within the past over 10, 12 years or whatever the fuck that I'll be on a desktop that can handle all the shit that I'm doing right now. I'm literally editing the video that's up on YouTube right now because <laughs> it's still got some time left and I'm editing the episode right now. I'm recording this outro. So in doing that, when I finished with the Kevin's episode, I went up on Podbean to upload it and everything and have it out for last week. 
and I put in all Mike's information. So I was editing his video episode, but I put his information on the Kevin's episode and shit. So I was just like, fuck it. I already did the lead work. I saved it as a draft in my queue for next week. Well, this week here on uh, Podbean. So all I had to do is upload the audio. And I was like, well, shit, I'm in here. I'm editing things right now. The video will be done in a couple minutes. Why not just knock them both out since I've already done a lot of the grunt work and everything for it? So that's what I'm doing right now. I'm just finishing off this thing. I'm going to download it. I'm going to put it in the queue and I'm going to have a timer set for now <laughs> as you're hearing it or whenever you listen to this thing. So, yeah, I'm, I'm in the future right now. So I don't really have any progress reports and updates as I normally do when I do these outros and anything. But um, as per usual, you know, support, 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 support. Um, th- I believe he has a good game plan. He has the passion. You heard that he didn't really want money. But I mean, shit, if a motherfucker going to give me some money, I ain't going to give this shit away for free. But I mean, that's how some people are sometimes. You know, you you have this creative idea. You have this thing inside of you that you can't keep bottled up. and You just got to let it out. Are you just going to fucking explode and you're going to live a regret talking about, man, I wish I would have did that. Why I didn't do that and yada, yada, yada. So you, you shouldn't live like that. And that Mike is not doing this. He's not letting that overwhelm him. And he has a sweet ass man cave office studio deal in his house. He has an actual room. He didn't have to build shit. He just added things to it, <laughs> which, you know, it'd be what it'd be. I, I enjoy my little spot that I'm in right now. And as I record this. I am currently playing into the matrix on the original Xbox. It's right above me right now on the TV. As I speak these words into the microphone. And it's just crazy. <laughs> Cause I mean, we had that conversation earlier today as I record this, but you know, it's another week has gone by, you know, as this episode is released and um, I just, Got all nostalgic after we talked about the game and now I popped it in the Xbox and I'm playing it right now. But um go to the Marvel Universe the Marvel Universe Online.com and uh see his game plan. Look at his stuff. Uh support the Patreon if you can. And um maybe we can get this thing off the ground, you know? It's cool to see somebody with that enough passion and creativity and whatnot to you know, give him a little boost every now and then. Thoughts and prayers can only go so freaking far. <laughs> but anyway, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. I might edit a, a, the, the next week's episode right now. Two weeks in the past. <laughs> but anyway, you can follow me on Twitter at 3RShow. You can follow me also on Instagram at The3RShow. You see that? The 3R Show. Because I can't have 3R Show because a punk motherfucker got it. So the three R show, much like the Marvel Universe online, <laughs> and um, you can find the video for this episode on YouTube. Just search for three R show on YouTube, and you should find the companion to this audio podcast. Um, for everything that I may have forgotten, and different ways that you can help support the show, you can go to randomrob.com, and you can find merchandise. Hats, shirts, coffee mugs, stickers, all those things. And uh, it goes a long way. 
you know, a little bit support that I did get from merchandise went into this studio right now that I still need to tweak and everything. I feel like I got a little more echo in here than I need. I need to put some more um, sound dampening pads in here. But I didn't kind of screwed myself because I got the, you know, the old school, the egg crate style um, that my wife bought me. And that's what I wanted. But I found these other ones that, you know, this is a mushroom pattern or whatever. And I like those better because it's not gray like the eggshell kind, but it's black. Where it's darker color, so it matches the black walls better. And, you know, it just, it the way they're structured, it helps me hide some of the cables that I have hanging down and whatnot. And I very like that a lot. I want to keep them uniform and the same. I very like that a lot. <laughs> and, um... Yeah, so I might get some more later and finish um, this one side of the wall and maybe put some up on the ceiling. That's what I might do. I might just put them eggshell ones up on the ceiling and whatnot so I won't have too much bounce all around and whatnot. You know, but yeah, we'll get that done. But anyway, um, merchandise, uh, freaking whatever on the fucking Patreon or whatever. It was only a dollar. But for a dollar a month in support of this show, that's twelve dollars a year. You know, you buy a shirt that's eighteen bucks. You have supported the show for over a year with your eighteen dollar purchase all in one shot. And hell, if you just want to give a donation to the show, my Cash App, my PayPal is on randomrob.com. And um yeah, that's about it. Um the most important way that you can help support this podcast. And any other podcast that you listen to. And you don't have to give a dime of your fucking money. The only thing that you're spending is your time. And that's spending your time retweeting, liking, sharing with your friends. And writing reviews on whatever platforms that let you write reviews. The highest rating possible. But if you have some constructive criticism, please leave those in there so I can view them. And uh, help make the show a little bit better. I appreciate you all for listening. And uh, support your Favorite content creators, you know, as best ways as you can, whether it's with money or, you know, checking out their sponsors, hooks, ropes, and spices.etsy.com. And, uh, you know, using their promo codes, random, so you can get 15% off your order. And, um, you know, just whatever else you can do to help support your favorite creators. Because we appreciate it and we appreciate your support. But anyway, with that being said, I'll see you next time.